I want you to just consider that text. And I want everyone to consider it because in the apostle's mind, as I said to the college and career group this morning, there is four generations in view. Four. Four generations that we must always be considering where am I in this and what am I meant to be doing. The first generation is the apostle himself. The things that thou hast heard of me. There's Paul. That's the first generation. The second generation is obvious. It's Timothy. The things that thou hast heard of me. Timothy is the second generation. The apostle poured his life into Timothy. Sought to equip Timothy. Sought to build Timothy up. It wasn't just something that was aimless. It was purposeful. He was seeing this young man who had been recommended by the church as a young man of promise. And the apostle pours his heart into his life, takes him with him, encourages him whatever way he can. And he is talking about the things that thou hast heard of me. There's the two generations. The same commit thou to faithful men. There's the third generation. Timothy, you need to be instructing and committing what you've heard from me to others. You see the continuity of the truth. We're not to rise up as a new generation and decide for ourselves that we have a new way of approaching the Christian faith. We are to carry on continuity of doctrine and truth. Respect, in terms of the fifth commandment, all that was genuine and right from our forefathers and pass it to the next generation. So you have Paul, you have Timothy, and Paul exhorts, make sure you commit what you've heard from me to others. It's absolutely crucial in the whole context of doing in ministry. The whole context of the continuity of the kingdom of Christ. We are one generation Everywhere in the world is one generation from the extinction of the church if it does not fulfill this role. It has to happen. There has to be the continuity of truth. So you have the third generation, those that Timothy instructs, who shall be able to teach others also. Timothy, teach men to the point that they are able to articulate the truth to others. You're not just filling their heads. It's not just classrooms of doctrine. Get them to the point that they can articulate the truth to others. If you've taught them, but they can't share it, you have failed. You have failed. They have to communicate it. They have to know it so well, they could teach it to a five-year-old. You need the, uh, beloved, the, these, these four generations are utterly crucial. So I look at myself, where am I? Well, I would say I'm in Timothy's role. I've been receiving the truth. I've been taught and instructed and been encouraged by men who are older, more senior, more experienced than I. And my responsibility is to commit what I have received to faithful men. And generally, they tend to be my age or younger. Generally. Not exclusively. Not no ageism here. <laughs> but I can't help but look to those who are my age and younger. And where are the faithful men? Where are they? Who are those who are going to be committed with us? Who are going to stand with me? When all the familiar faces... And all those that have labored for years, one by one, God calls them into eternity who will be here continuing on in work like this. 
the diaconate, the instruction of our children, the outreach of the church, and other aspects of the kingdom of Christ. Where are you? So I look for your names, I do. You're not there. It's not going to happen this time. I want you to think about it. I want you to think about not putting, if Christ has called you to serve him, and in the province of God you're here. And as Jim Elliot put it, wherever you are, be all there. 